Welcome to the Cultivate Podcast. I'm Tammy Brown, and together my husband Matt and I founded Sandals Church with the vision of helping people to be real with themselves, God, and others. Out of that vision came a personal burden to inspire and challenge women to cultivate kindness towards one another. My heart for Cultivate is to come alongside women so that we can grow spiritually wise, relationally kind, emotionally healthy, and connected in community. This podcast is my way of inviting you to join me for real conversations about what God's Word has to say and what it looks like for us, real women, to cultivate it into our everyday lives. Always keeping in mind that we might not be where we want to be, but if we pursue this, we won't be where we were. Okay, what we're going to talk about today is going to be surviving unkindness and everyone raise your hand if you've ever survived some unkindness can I raise both (laughs) we're sitting here today as two unkindness survivors as honestly any kind of person listening yeah at, at some point you have been on the other side of this and been treated unfairly unkindly and how how do you survive that I mean Right? Because if we couldn't survive it, though, you just don't get up someday. You're just like, I can't. Yeah. Because that's a part of different people, different viewpoints, different cultures, different upbringings. Like, we're, there's going to be a, a, a rub, mm-hmm. in a sense, of just people being people. You know, the, the old saying, like, here's what I want to talk about. Hurt people hurt, hurt people. people. Like, everybody has said this yeah, some or you've heard it. You've, I'm sure you've heard it. Which there's so much truth in it because what you know, typically we do what we know. Mm-hmm. So if we grew up in a certain way or experienced a certain thing, we we tend to repeat it. Right. It takes such intentionality to grow into the people God wants us to be, mm-hmm. and not just to the people the world is shaping us yeah. as. And so on that line, I think that I want to talk about this kind of idea where Jesus says, hurt people can become healed people. Mm-hmm. Jesus doesn't say that. That's Jesus in us. <laughs> just and to Jesus clarify. healed hurt people. So it's right. so true. And so um, I think that, that that's what I want us to talk about as, as pertains to surviving and kindness. This idea, Proverbs 3, 3 says, never let loyalty and kindness leave you. Mm-hmm. Tie them around your neck as a reminder. Write them deep within your heart. Why is that? Mm-hmm. Why is that verse in there? Because God knew we would want to, it would leave us. Yeah, totally. if, if we literally didn't like tie it around our neck, yes. put it deep in our heart, not just on the surface of the heart. Like, because mm. sometimes we have to go deep yep. Yep. To, to be okay. So what is your thought on, uh-huh. on that? And like, how as women can we cultivate that into us more because the truth is kindness is usually with us until it isn't yep right like well oh i want to be nice to you and then you hurt me like it is on like no, yeah how do we how are we counterculture to that i've told this story before and cultivate i remember and i just said that everyone can remember when someone was unkind to you mm-hmm. and for me one of the first memories was being in elementary school my parents not having a lot of money me needing new shoes mm-hmm. and then running out to recess to play a game. And the way that we picked teams was we all put our shoes into a circle and then counted. And when they got to my shoes, they were like, your shoes are gross. And just being flooded with embarrassment, um, it was hurtful. Everyone, it put me on display. So much of unkindness is someone exposing you, which hurts so deep. Um, and, And just all of the things. And then my reaction being like, what about your face? Which was not a kind way to respond. You know, it's a good point though, because I think we often respond unkind to like 
get it off of us. Like stop it. Exactly. Coming at you. Yeah. And to say something that they can't come back from, which is, what do you say to that? (laughs) Um, And this is not the advice segment of the podcast, just so you know. (laughs) And Melody was young then. This this was was less mature Melody. (laughs) So, but it was hurtful and it was hard. And I remember, um, that and then a multitude of other things that happened and trying to grow in my relationship with Christ and then coming to passages in the gospels where Jesus was hurt, where people hurt Mm -hmm. Jesus and me sitting in in the fact that he knows what it feels like to have hurt feelings. He knows what it feels like for people who are like, we are with you until the end. Maybe that loyalty verse came from Peter, who was like, <laughs> I'm there, except I'm not. <laughs> and, except when it's hard and yeah, it's uncomfortable. And people, and, but so Jesus was fully human when he walked the earth. That means he hurt like we did. And so there's, a, there's this idea that we can never get past it. That just hurt me and I'll never get over. Mm-hmm. I'll never move. And it's like, actually... We can do this. We can actually move past unkindness. We can actually survive it. Um, we have to. De- we have to determine if that w- what that person did or said to us is going to be define us. Mm-hmm. If it's going to define us, or if it's going to refine us. Here's one of the things that I constantly hate about being married to Matt Brown. <laughs> <laughs> All of a sudden, our listeners increase by double. <laughs> Everyone's leaning in. <laughs> Every time someone says an unkind word to me, what I want Matt to do is be like, that person's dead to me. I can't believe they'd say that. There's no truth in that. Like, they're so ridiculous. But that's not what Matt Brown does. Mm -hmm. What Matt Brown does every time is he'll say, is there any truth in what they said? And I'm like, does that matter (laughs) if there's any truth in what they said? And that's always his first response to me because he says, you know what your enemy will tell you sometimes? What your friend doesn't have the courage to. Yeah. And I hate that process, (laughs) but I'm, I'm growing (laughs) in at least considering whatever unkind thing or situation or whatever has been said to me. I remember, um, you're telling the shoe story and it made me think of, um, Years ago, Sandals did these gigantic marriage conferences. Raise your hand, anyone listening that only you can see your hand, but also you might remember going. <laughs> and I remember I, I planned them. Mm. I had planned this huge conference. I think we had like seven or 800 people at it. Like wow. it was, it was a big deal conference. It was so awesome. But always at the conferences, like one day was sort of your like date day. Mm-hmm. And so we had date day and Matt and I were out by the pool with a ton of Sandals people. That next week, an anonymous letter came into the the office mm-hmm. and was like, hey, you and Matt talked about keeping yourselves up for one another. Like, you know, your appearance is up, like taking care of your bodies and like considering it not just your own. And it then it went on to say, and I saw you by the pool. And for someone with as much cellulite as you have, I don't think you have a lot to talk about. Come on. I was like... Oh my gosh. Wait, what? <laughs> like also because I do have so much cellulite. I am so into so for someone but I was like that's what you're taking like I I was literally like I'm never getting in a bathing suit again. Yeah. I'm never going whatever. And I that stuck with me for so long. Just that unkind word. I was so insecure for probably till today. <laughs> but <laughs> I, I, it's just that unkind word and I know that even like you know, this year, last year, I guess, um, 
I had probably the most unkind things ever said to me mm. ever by anybody. And you know this. I literally went into like hiding for like two weeks. <laughs> I was like, answer your phone. <laughs> and then really like not out mm-hmm. and about. Mm-hmm. I was grocery shopping in a different city. I was going to a different Target. <laughs> yeah. I was, I think, only seeing like you and one other person for a time of mm-hmm. just like that unkindness I'm forever broken by. Like I, yeah. I never want to go to Sandals Church again. Yeah. I never want to know people again. Mm. <laughs> and I stayed there for a hot second, as you know. <laughs> but eventually you get up every single day. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember one of my other best friends, Nancy, was like, hey, this was like two months later, like, are you ever coming back? Because I miss you. Mm. And I, I re- like, just like back to life, not like back to anywhere, right. you know? <laughs> and like, I miss, and I started thinking, man, I am letting this one kind un- situa- unkind situation rob everyone who loves me so much yeah. of relationship with me, a friendship with me, mm-hmm. um, And so like, how do you survive it? You survive it because there's so much. Mm -hmm. It's not the end all be all the final. Now in that conversation, I had to do what Matt said, like, was any of it true? And some of it was sort of true, enough true for me to at least consider. Mm -hmm. Some of it wasn't true at all. And that was a really hard thing because then I wanted to to untangle. Yeah. Like figure that out or defend myself or like, how am I going to go prove to this person that this actual part is not true at all? Yeah. And I just have had to let it go. And, and part of surviving unkindness is literally going to God every single day. Mm-hmm. I started reading the Psalms. Like the Psalms kind of start out with like David, like lamenting, like, God, kill my enemies. And I was like, yes. <laughs> then I get like a third the way through Psalms. And I'm like, I actually am not this mad at my enemies. <laughs> like, I do not want you to like smite them and their children and their children's children. I'm like, I'm not that mad about how unkind that was, um, which was progress for me. Yeah. And now here I am, you know, several, almost a year out from that. And I'm actually grateful for the unkindness because it pushed me to grow Hmm. in a way that I don't think I would have grown. Well, and what you just said is key to that. So a response to unkindness can make us uh, bitter. It can make us um, like like go into hiding. I I did that. I did that. And not to sound trite, or or it can make you better. And that doesn't happen. I'm doing that. (laughs) Exactly. And that doesn't happen just from time. Time heals all wounds. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, it does not heal all wounds. Um, it might it might hide them, but it doesn't heal them. Mm-hmm. What you actually have to do is you actually have to deal with the woundedness. And you saying, I went to the Psalms, mm-hmm. you immediately turn to truth. And you immediately turn to, um, here's all the things that were said to me and about me. Mm-hmm. Here's all the things that God says to me and God says about me. And which one of those am I going to go attach myself to? Mm -hmm. Am I going to attach myself to what this other sinful, flawed, imperfect human has said about me and to me? Or am I going to attach myself to what the perfect God who created me and knows my inward parts, as Psalm says? Well, and that's a process. Like you watched me walk through that process of, you know, especially, I mean, this, this unkindness in particular was like, Here's how everybody feels about you. Here's what everybody thinks. You know, and I had to be like, 
everybody? Yeah. Everybody? This is how everyone? You know, and I I really had to do the hard work of entangling mm-hmm. and doing exactly that of like, what does God say about me? And, and then I had to, I had some, some darker, hard mm. days where I had to literally say, what if everything they said to me was true? Mm. Is grace still for me? Mm. And I'll tell you, I think part of the thing that broke in me that needed to break in hindsight was that idea that I have to be perfect, Hmm. you know, because I I do live in a world where a lot of people like, let me know what they think of me, how they feel about me, how they feel about sandals, how they, you know, like, and a lot of it I can handle and so much of it is so good, Mm -hmm. but it also, there's a lot that people would speak to me. They wouldn't speak to anyone else they really knew because right. why would they, you know? So it is a tension to manage for sure. But I, I really had to say, whoa, what if half of this is even true? Mm-hmm. Like, is the cross real for me? Do mm-hmm. I get grace? Do I get to not get it right mm-hmm. all the time, every single time? And and this particular situation it was like no you you didn't get it right this one time and so yeah you know you don't you deserve mm-hmm. <laughs> like the unleashing yeah and and i think that that's that's where it was like what do i believe mm. and i think when it comes to how you survive unkindness when the rubber hits the road you have to ask yourself if you want to survive it i guess yeah <laughs> what do you believe yeah what do you believe about who god is mm-hmm. what do you believe about who he says you are what do you believe about who you are? Yeah. You know, there's so much to that, which is how you survive. Because here's what happens. Every night the sun sets. Every morning the sun rises. Mm-hmm. We go to bed. We wake up. Life keeps happening. Mm-hmm. And I remember in my circumstance, I went. I think I literally went two weeks where I barely spoke to anyone. Matt actually took me out of town and like isolated me. And then I took a few months of just like super limited contact. And then I remember, I remember in that time thinking like, well, I laugh again, which is Mm. like, it's silly to think about now, but, and then I remember like laughing at someone so good and then having like an hour where I kind of forgot about the words that were spoken over me. Mm -hmm. And then there was a day where it was like a day went by and then a week went by where I was like, oh, I forgot to remember Mm. that unkindness because I got up every morning, tried to spend time with God. You know, like anytime something happened, be like, anywhere I fall short, like God fill in the gap in that. Yeah. You know, grow me. And it's not, there's no like mapping mm-hmm. of how to survive on kindness. You just get up every day and you kind of do. Mm-hmm. Well, you, and you have to, because like you said, life goes on. Um, I love how you said, you know, the sun sets and then the sun rises. And there are so many times in the scripture where God, um, he, he talks about that. And, or he references this idea of the continuation of life. And I think it's in Lamentations where he says, um, and every morning his mercies are new. And so it's almost like that day that you experienced that really horrible unkindness, there was mercy enough that day for you. God knew mm-hmm. that. The, but I had day, to choose to believe it. Yeah. I, may, I had to make that choice. Yeah. I was convinced it wasn't right until I was like what do I believe and I think that that's what so so many women have to actually wrap their mind around is um, for what I'm facing today there's mercy 
for this for today. There is Mm -hmm. sufficient grace for me today. Mm -hmm. And I'm not getting into tomorrow and I'm not getting into next week. I'm just focusing on this for today. Um, Because you don't know where unkindness is going to come from. You don't know when it's going to hit. You don't know when it's going to strike. You know, in your situation, you weren't, you weren't going into any situation thinking this is what's going to happen. Yeah. And so it caught you off guard. Um, that can feel terrible when you feel unprepared, like I didn't see that coming. And it's so um, it's so good to remember that God knew this was coming. There's mercy mm-hmm. enough for me mm-hmm. for this unkindness, or there's there's grace enough for me today to get through this. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes that's that's literally all you can hold on to, to like make it. You know, to the Absolutely. next day. And I think what I would want to share, you know, I wouldn't say I'm like healed, but I'm better for it. And so I think that's what I would want to encourage anyone listening is if you think about one of the most unkind circumstances you've had, think about what, how you've grown from it potentially, or the fact that you, you moved on. I mean, that is growth that you picked yourself back up and you kept on keeping on, you know, um, think about how, how in hindsight, potentially it's been good for you. And maybe you haven't yet. And you can spend some time with God, getting real with God and asking him to show you like, what can I learn from that? Mm -hmm. Maybe you ask yourself that very hard Matt Brown question. (laughs) I'm mad at Matt again right now. But you ask yourself like, was any of it true? Mm -hmm. Like, could I have not, did, did I say something I didn't need to say in public about someone that could have hurt them? Did I do something? Did I leave someone out? Here's the one that I hate so bad every time. Were my motives as pure as I'm pretending they were, Mm. you know, did I scheme here a little bit to get in good with this person by being against this person, you know, like as women, we do that so much. Like we will try to bond with one another Oh yeah, by throwing someone else under the bus who's not there. Cause then it's like, we're connected and being (laughs) against this person who's not here. You know, it's such a gross way that we do it, but we've all, we all do it. I've done it. You've probably done it. And you know, it just happens. And so it, what were your motives to get real about that? Mm -hmm. Because when you get real about that, the unkindnesses you've received may be not to your detriment like you think, but yeah. but out of God's kindness to you, mm-hmm. despite the messenger. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, despite the messenger. Matt always says a broken clock is still right twice a day. <laughs> That's right. True, and, yeah. and so do what I want to do is be like, well, how you said it was terrible. Or I'll do this. Everything you said wasn't true. And that's why Matt's like, search your heart. Know mm. if there's any if there's anything true. Repent of it make an apology for it. You know, I, I've had to do this before where I'll say like, hey, you know, I, I, I don't agree with everything, but when you said I, you were right and mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Mm. You know, that's a, that's an easy way to disagree, but also own your stuff. Yep. And so I don't know. I, I think surviving unkindness is part of life. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and I don't know any nice way to say that, but I will say that unkindness can propel you to being the best version of yourself if you let it. Mm-hmm. And I know that's been true for me. There's there's a um and I never thought about this until I read this passage so many times and then one day when I was reading it, I was in a a place of um 
feeling really angry at people who'd been unkind to me. Um, and it was, it was around Easter. So it was around this time of year and I'm reading about the cross and I'm reading about Jesus and Jesus, you're so good to me and you died for me and you love me. And, and I'm reading about when he's hanging on the cross, literally dying for the sins of the world. And there are people mocking him. I mean, just think about seeing a person who's been crucified, the physical pain, the embarrassment, he's like exposed for the world to see. And they're laughing. Like that is the epitome of cruel and evil and awful. And then Jesus says, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. And I'm reading that and I'm like, I'm never getting to that level. Like I'm never getting to the level of Jesus on the cross, forgiving the people who were horrible to him. Um, And I'm writing in my journal and I'm like, I don't know, Jesus, thank you. I don't think I could ever get to that. And then this thought crossed my mind of, he he did he did what was right in the moment. Um, he didn't get vengeance. He could have. He could have struck them dead. He could have. I mean, we've we've heard all that. But those people don't get out of standing before God one day, giving an account for mm-hmm. what they did. Mm-hmm. They don't get out of the consequences of their unkindness. We Jesus just wasn't doling those consequences out in the moment. And I think that as we're trying to survive in kindness, we don't survive by thinking yours is coming, like you're going to get yours. <laughs> but there, there is also a safety in realizing that there are consequences for unkindness and, and God gets to decide what those are and he will give those out. That's, that is whew, for us to know, but it's, it also can help us release others. We don't have to be the ones who dole out the consequences for their unkindness. Mm-hmm. But there are. Well, and I wouldn't be me without saying that when you say that, not to forget that that same is true for us. Exactly. You know, sometimes we let ourselves off the hook and justify mm-hmm. our unkindness. But when someone else does it, like, they'll get theirs from God one day. It's like, so will so you. So will you. <laughs> so will yep. you. And, and that's why, like we talked in a different episode about the difference between nice and kind that's where kind comes in. It's mm-hmm. a who you're choosing to be from yep. the inside deep down because so will you. And that's a motivator to be kind because mm-hmm. you say, I am going to give an account for this one day. Yeah. I am going to, I think the other day, just in keeping it real, I said something unkind and in your presence and I texted you and said, hey, I was wrong. That was unkind. <laughs> so I went too far. I, went I, too I far. shouldn't have said that. Um because, you know, confessing unkindness is how we receive forgiveness for it. But you can't, I guess the bigger point to that is you're not going to survive unkindness by always plotting the demise of those who've hurt you. Well, because what that does is it rots you. Yeah. It rots you. Mm-hmm. You, you, you go down a road that you don't want to go down yeah. in that and, and releasing that to God. And that's like when I said I started with the Psalms and then like a little third way through, I'm like, whoa, look at God. Like, that's, I'm not that mad at that person. Like, I don't want that. That's when I knew I was healing. Cause at first I was like, oh yeah, hmm. like, oh, <laughs> this is coming. Oh yeah. And then I was like, you know what? I started being like, they, you know, they weren't good to me. That doesn't mean they weren't, they're not a good person. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the hard, you know, what's so hard when someone totally sucks to you and you watch him be awesome to other people, <laughs> that's really hard <laughs> because what you want to do is be like, they're awful. Mm-hmm. But then you're, you're like, but I see them not being awful 
Like that's a really tricky thing yeah. to navigate. Yep. So what we want you guys to think about is Proverbs 3, 3 today. What does it look like to cultivate that? Never let loyalty and kindness leave you. Mm. It's going to want to leave you. Mm-hmm. But loyalty maybe isn't to a person. That doesn't mean you stay with a person forever when it's unhealthy. The loyalty is who who Jesus is to you and who he's called you to be. Mm-hmm. And that's where the kindness comes in. Tie him around your neck as a reminder. Why? Because when you look in the mirror, you cannot see your neck, right? <laughs> that's it's, true. It's your everyday reminder. Yep. And deep within your heart. It doesn't stay on the edge of your heart. You know why? Because when someone's unkind to us, we have to dig deep, deep yeah. to move on, to mm-hmm. wake up, to get over, and to forgive, Yeah, you know, to forgive them. And so the, the next passage we want to leave you guys with to consider, and you can go read this later on your own, is Colossians 3, 12 through 14. It says, so chosen, for, chosen by God for this new life of love, dress in the wardrobe God picked out for you. Mm. Compassion, kindness, humility, quiet strength. Let me tell you that surviving unkindness requires a quiet strength. So true. Discipline. Be even-tempered, content with second place, even for the eight. Content with second place. Here's for for the six. Quick to forgive an offense. Mm. That's how we survive unkindness. Mm. We practice the art of becoming quick to forgive an an offense, which I'm actually going to talk about in Mm. my teaching of our forgiveness series coming up. Forgive as quickly and completely as the master forgave you. And regardless of what else you put on, wear love. It's your basic all-purpose garment. Never be without it. So good. And it is true. We started the segment with hurt people hurt people. It is true, though, to some degree. Like, like people who hurt you are probably experiencing some hurt. That doesn't mean they have a right or a license to hurt you, but it helps you to dig deep Mm -hmm. into compassion for them, understand that where they're deficient in love and there's a replacement with hurt there. You're probably getting that slimed on you to some degree, Mm -hmm. which is less about you and more about them. Yeah. And the beautiful thing that we said at the beginning, hurt people can become healed people and healed people can forgive people. Mm-hmm. When you've been healed and you also realize what you've been forgiven of, mm-hmm. then you're able to forgive others. Um, and there are so many powerful stories of when you hear about someone being wronged and how they how they survived unkindness was by forgiveness. I mean, that is the key component mm-hmm. to surviving it. It's by forgiving, um, which is why, you know, we want everyone to be a part of Cultivate this season because that's what we're going to dig into is mm-hmm. this idea of forgiveness. And I think there's, we could do a whole segment on forgiveness myths. No, I forgive you. Um, forgiving is forgetting. There's so many things that are wrapped yeah. up in there that aren't true. And we're going to untangle those mm-hmm. and really get women to, to dig deep, like you said, mm-hmm. and do the hard work of what does it look like to forgive. You and I can sit in a place of having our own hurts to forgive. Mm-hmm. But there are women out there who have just incredible, deep, much deeper wounds than than you have or even I have. Yeah, for sure. And so we're not saying, oh, look, here's this formula for forgiveness and it's yeah. going to make everything better. It's going to be hard, hard work. Um, but I think in the end, the hard work is worth it because like you said, you can become better. Mm-hmm. You can become better as a result of the hard work. And this conversation is really about surviving unkindness, but there's some deep wounding that, you know, obviously, like you said, goes much deeper than what we're talking about yeah. today. This is sort of any, any day, every day unkindnesses where someone hurt your feelings yeah. 
or wronged you mm -hmm. um, to a certain degree. We're not talking about abuse here. Right. Um, those are much bigger. And, and there's still, everything we're saying is still true to that, but that's so much more layered than we're getting into. Right. So as, as you leave today from this conversation, I think what Mel and I really want you guys to think about is, is there an unkindness that you are just white knuckling, holding on to? Mm -hmm. And how can you set that down Take a step back, take a new look at it. Mm. What, what, if any, is truth in that? Mm -hmm. Process that, get real with yourself, get real with God, potentially get real with another person who you know loves you and, and repent of it, forgive yourself, give yourself grace for it mm -hmm. and move on. Yeah. Um, because Tonight, the sun's going to set. Mm -hmm. And if you are not careful, the sun's going to rise and set a lot of times, and you're going to miss out on the one life that God has for you yep. here. And so think of that person, pray through what it looks like from based on some of the things we've said here, mm -hmm. um, cultivate these scriptures. You know, what does it look like to, to never let loyalty and kindness leave yeah. me? Have I become an unkind person? Mm -hmm. That's a, that's going to be a lot to process rightness in. Yep. It, have I become an unkind person and God, how can you heal me of this? And it's hard work. It's, it's hard, hard work. work, but it is the best work. Yeah. You're worth, you're worth the work. And, um, like you said, we become better for it. Absolutely. All right. We'll see right. you guys next time. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Cultivate Podcast. If you were encouraged by what you heard today, we kindly ask you to share this episode through Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Then tell a friend. We'd love our conversation to help you start your own. Subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss an episode and leave a review. We love hearing what you think and we know others will too. Cultivate Women exists to help women like you grow spiritually wise in a community of kindness. If you attend Sandals Church, join us as we live out what we're learning on the weekends by using our weekly reflection guide. This is written by women for women so that you can cultivate the truth of God's word into your life. Find it every Monday at cultivate.sc slash discussion. You can keep up to date on all things Cultivate by following Cultivate Women on Instagram and Facebook or by visiting our website at cultivate.sc. Because Cultivate is just one piece of the ministry at Sandals Church, be sure to find our current and archived sermons from Pastor Matt Brown at sandalschurch.tv or go to sandalschurch.com to visit a campus near you. Also, be sure to subscribe to the Debrief podcast where Pastor Matt is giving real answers to tough questions from the Bible. Find it at debrief.show or wherever you find your podcasts. Friends, until we meet again, here or in person, remember, cultivate kindness. Thank you.